What's up to our friends in Iceland in the Morton Anderson Fantasy Football League? We're back revisiting you guys, checking in, seeing how things are going. We're going to run through and review the teams again, where where you're at compared to your draft, go through the standings, you know, give a quick update, and probably talk some more shit at you. Um <laughs> Once again, thanks for uh, letting us do this for you. We've been having a blast. Here's our first check-in, so um, we're excited to get into a second round of these. Um, I'm Zach, uh, uh, if you remember. Uh, then uh, we got Alex and Hunter here today, and uh, both of them were here originally. I don't remember who was our fourth originally. I think it was Drew that day. It was Drew, yeah. Um, regardless, it's just the uh, three of us today. And I guess without further ado, unless anything, uh, anyone has anything else going on? No, yeah, no, no. All right, uh, cool. Yeah, start at the bottom with the the deplorables, which pretty fitting, huh? Last place, the <laughs> deplorables. <clears throat> yeah, um, if I remember. Oh, no, sorry, you, you go. All right, I, I was gonna say the one thing here is like when we were just talking pre-show, it's like. There's one team here. That's the clearly the Ottawa now, and it's it's the Deplorables. Uh, everybody else is fairly close in scoring. Actually, eleven teams uh, to be pretty close is really fun. Um, but there is one Deplorable here, and I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and 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 we got Patrick Mahomes, captain, going down with a sinking ship. This is terrible. <laughs> I'm so sad. Pretty much. It's very fitting that he drafted Kyle Pitts, though. <laughs> oh, crap. This is so true, though. Uh, and yeah, yeah um, we also mentioned pre-show that, or actually Hunter did, about Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Take it away, Hunter. Well, I think we talked about, you know, the first show, how drafting Chase and Higgins is probably not the best idea. And, I mean, it's been a pretty bad run out for both of them. And Chase had a couple of good games. Obviously, that one huge game. Higgins had one usable game, other than that, he's had what like three or four points or less, and like in every game since then, he missed a game. Like he's just, he's been a pretty miss, uh, pretty big bust there. Um, but even so, I mean, I think that just kind of goes what we were talking about how just taking two really good receivers like that, even though they are both really good in their own right, taking on the same team when they're when they're on the same team in real life is just tough for them both to be viable for fantasy when you're, when you're spending that much. Um, See, I mean, that's not looking too good. I still think that trying to trade away one of them, I mean, trying to trade away Higgins right now is probably really tough. I don't know who would want to take him. But um, if you were able to try to trade away one of them uh, and try to get someone of equal value just on a different team, I would probably try to make that move. But, um, yeah, the receivers as a whole, I mean, Davis, he's actually been okay. I mean, he's had like two bad games, but then like three or no, four, like pretty good games. He's still like a receiver two or three on. Uh, I think a three receiver three now in the year, but yeah, Jacob Myers, he's been pretty good for you. Um, he's kind of he's just, been great, man. He was a great value for sure. Uh, it looks like, um, all those guys that we've they he has on the team, he's, he's drafted. It looks like no trades from what I'm seeing. So, all of them either drafted or picked up from free agency, he hasn't made any trades. So, maybe something we could uh could work on, but yeah. And then Rashi Rice, he's looking kind of promising, you know, uh, starting to. I mean, he's really efficient when he's playing. It's just he's not playing at times is the issue. But 
Right. At some point, the Chiefs just have to realize he's their best receiver and just start playing him more. Now with Justin Watson out, maybe they'll start playing a little more. But yeah, that's my thoughts on the receivers. I don't know what about you guys. Yeah, I mean, I like Rashi Rice. I just don't think he's ready to be in your lineup yet. Yeah. Because like you said, he's not playing enough in real life mm-hmm. at this point. But with both he's not exactly a super exciting redraft guy either. Right. He's a guy that you're maybe you're stashing on your bench and hoping mm-hmm. that maybe in the second half of the year they start using him more and he breaks out. He's but it sucks you have to start him this week because you got Jamar Chase and Higgins on a bye. <clears throat> yeah, and having to start Cream Hunt looks like uh, in the flex yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> the the, the thing about the running back. <laughs> okay. thing about the Chase Higgins. Um, situation is like unlike like for the jaguars you got the calvin ridley kirk thing where it's really easy to you if if you hold both of those guys let's say which once again why would you um but for them it's so much easier to predict it's it's pretty much like if you're playing a heavy zone team like it's like go for calvin if you're playing a man team you go for kirk with these guys they're that's not how it works it's like impossible to predict with those two um, this season obviously looks like it's just play chase all day um, when like when comparing the two. But yeah, it's just it's not like a situation where it's just easy to predict which of those two is going to be the guy on a certain day. Um, I am impressed with Gabe Davis this year. I got to say it like he's been way more consistent than I ever would have thought. So there is yeah. I got to at least give Gabe Davis props. Because yep. there's been enough shit laid on his pile for a long time, so <laughs> he, he was a fine pick this year. I mean, he wasn't my favorite, but like last year, he's going at the fourth round. That was our. I'll say it's yeah. yeah it was, this year, uh, he was much more appropriately valued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It was and the he's, uh, he's, he's producing but, at that seventh, eighth round ADP value. He's doing what right. you would expect. In in that late late of a pick, you're taking a, a a guy who's in that good of an offense. Like, yeah, that's cool. Right. Yeah, I mean the receivers as a whole, it's really not that bad of a room. Just trying to get rid of one of the Bengals guys for sure. But like, I mean, obviously Mahomes, he's Mahomes. But then the running backs, I mean Kamara, he looks pretty solid for, for PPR. I don't remember if it's PPR or not, but if it's not, he definitely doesn't look as good. I believe, well, it's, have like, I believe it's half. That, half. Okay. I mean, it's it's better than standard but still have like 13 catches last night something crazy like that yeah. Derek Carr's AC joint is Alvin Kamara's best friend yeah I, don't know. I, I would that's who I would be putting on the block here uh, yeah I, I, do. I don't yeah. think the amount of catches that he's having is sustainable mm-hmm. the only problem here is I guess before we move on is when you get stuck in that big of a hole in redraft only what is the incentive to trade like there's nothing, you know, and that's my one gripe with redraft. Yeah, well, yeah. he's he's only two games out from sixth place. I'm assuming six <laughs> teams. I'm assuming six teams make the playoffs. That, that's true. that's that's a good point though. He's one in five. The sixth place team, seventh place team, they're three and three. You're only two games back. You're not over. Totally dead in the water yet. You have Mahomes. You have Jamar Chase. Maybe yeah, Kyle it, Pitts starts to break out a little bit. There's he's been okay the past couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, the at last least, couple but, weeks, yeah. Yeah. 
I think the main thing to be to do here would be to try to trade for a running back because, like, yeah, I mean, Carl, he's fine, but like I said, or like you said, Alex, I don't think he's anything like amazing. The catch is definitely not sustainable as a runner. He's not going to get you much. And I mean, other than that, it's literally Algier backup, Hunt backup, DeMarcado. I mean, backup, and that's even with Connor out. So just like, I mean, yeah, you got to get some running back production. So I think if you're this desperate, you're this low, maybe you put Patrick Mahomes on the block. Not the worst idea. Maybe somebody wants a quarterback. Look at the waiver wire. I mean, I mean Jared Goff's available. CJ Stroud's available. Why don't you just stream one of those guys? At this point, when you're in that spot, you're going to have to take a swing. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. I mean, the guy who's in first right now has Stafford, so maybe maybe he wants uh, Mahomes. You never know. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, um, 11th place, we got the Presidents. And this is, like I mentioned at the top, we're pretty much just looking at all solid teams the rest of the way. You guys, like, bravo to this league, man. Like, you guys are legit, like, 11 teams deep of parity, and that's well, pretty sweet. Are they equally good at fantasy football, or are they equally bad at fantasy football? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point because I feel like I remember we were talking a lot about how like a bunch of draft missteps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. Party yeah, and Hardy we, at their the, uh their their the, lake house or whatever. Like hell yeah. Well most of them except for uh who was it that was like asleep the whole time? Didn't do anything I forget uh, which one. Lo- logger Logandar or something. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I was going to say Horny Joe, but that's just because I want to blame Horny Joe. I love you, Horny Joe. All right, let's talk about the presidents. Um, this this is a pretty good team, man. I mean, you're able to get Sam Howell. Um, and at this point, he's a better starter in fantasy than Trevor Lawrence. Uh, because if you had told me ETN was going to lead the league in touches, I would have said you're absolutely insane. Um, but here we are, um, and it's working and they're playing good defense. I think that's one of the biggest things. I mean, obviously I'm a huge Jags fan, but the defense has been killing it and they've been, they are leading the league in turnovers and they're creating a ton of short fields for the Jags. So like the yardage just hasn't been, the yardage opportunities haven't been there. Mm-hmm. Um, all that to say, Sam Howell has been a legit fantasy quarterback. Um, he might not keep his job in the long haul for the season because obviously fantasy versus real football is a completely different argument, but we're talking fantasy here and garbage time, Sam, like you gotta love it. And you are the one to get him and free agency, even though you had Trevor. So you were willing to take, take this, take the stab at it. Um, so Bravo there, justice Hill in free agency, that whole situation's a mess in Baltimore. Um, the only running piece you want is Lamar. You yeah, traded for Alexander Madison, I just see. I'm intrigued about that. Let's see if we can. Yeah, I'm curious when the trade happened, if it was early well, in the year ask... or. I want to know what it was. That's what I need to figure out. Uh, that's also I, true. Yeah. I couldn't pull up the transactions. You couldn't figure it out. I tried. Yeah, normally if you go to the legal page, it says transactions, but like. Or maybe if you click on the name, because it it'll, you can say like traded from. Huh. Weird. 
But uh, if he there was also recent, picked up Alave. I don't mind uh, trading for Alexander Madison, even though I don't think he's a very good running back. Okay, so actually, his, value, his value drops so much. Mm -hmm. after the first so I just found out what the trade was. I don't know if you guys are going to like it. Um, so he oh, traded boy. away. So you see that he also just traded for Chris Olave. He traded away. This is literally yesterday that this trade happened. Traded away Debo, Ooh, it's spicy. Let's and Pollard, go. Debo and Pollard for Madison and Olave. What are your thoughts? I don't that? hate that. No, really? I hate it. No, I hate it. I am not a fan of that. <laughs> giving up Pollard for Alexander Madison and Chris yeah. Olave, who's underperforming. I mean, that's see, it's the Madison for Pollard part that I am not is is what does trip me up. But like the Olave to Debo thing, I yeah, don't I necessarily mean, hate. Right, I'd say Olave target wise. I'll take Olave over Debo, but. Pollard um, but yeah. is a huge drastic yeah. difference. Yeah. That's... And and Tony Pollard is underperformed, but that role has been elite. He I think he yeah. leads the league in red zone touches. Or he's right, he's it's, right there. It's up there for sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't of... it's not don't something I would right. do, but I don't hate it as much as like initially sounds. I hate it. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> um we we're looking at strong strong Wait, ass receiver right where here, where did you find that transactions i, um, I so it. if you go if you just click on the blue name if you go to the team or actually you don't have to click on that you can just click on the player name and oh. then scroll down and it says like recent transactions with this player or something like that and then um, it says all transactions with this player and then it, oh then it there says you go. when it happened and yeah so that's that's good enough for the rest of them oh, okay that's cool, cool. Awesome. so thank you I guess I don't. I have just found something else that makes me like it less. Is he also has Michael Thomas? So we're looking at the double wide receiver yeah. stack again. Yeah. See, that so one's that, not as that, bad because you're not paying as much for them, but still, yeah, it's not ideal. Um, but with that said, <laughs> this is a great wide receiver room. Amon Ra yeah. and Keenan Allen. I love these dudes. Um, both of them just get insane targets and they're reliable. And that's it. I mean, like you can't ask for anything more. And now you have a lava. I mean, we just went over that, but now that he's here, uh, he's going to keep getting ton of targets too. And I just talked about how the Jags defense has been playing really well. Don't look into anything last night. Like he sucked. Like that's not him. Like Derek Carr sucks. He still got 15 targets. If you look at the 15 targets, how many of those were like, how many of the eight that he didn't catch were you like, dude, you should have caught that? Like maybe one or two. So plus he was I, know, I can more touchdowns that car missed. Right. Like I can picture one from last night that was that I definitely remember being like, ooh, Alava, you gotta you gotta have that one. Yeah. And there probably was one more. But for the most part, Derek Carr sucks. And Coach it's not gonna yeah, dude, that was hilarious. I was laughing so hard when they showed Derek. He tried Carr to back it up so much. <laughs> and then, and then, did you see? I caught later in the quarter, they show the sideline. Um, Jags offense was on the field. They cut to Saints sideline. Cars talking to Thomas and Shahid. No Alave to be found. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Um, yeah, but anyways, I think he's going to be fine moving forward. Um, and then you got everybody loves to hate Cortland Sutton. But 
the dude has been Hasn't consistent been as fuck this year. Age 29 breakout, it's happening. That dude, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. The old adage. <laughs> yeah. Just like we um, predicted. Yeah. You take exactly. away the one the the one sauce gardener game. Um and his lowest output for this league is nine point one. Like that's fantastic. Solid. Especially let's see where he was drafted. Um 88th overall, eighth round. That's I mean it's not that's not bad. That's yeah, so, about where he was going lots of leagues. Um, so yeah, I really like the wide receivers he's got and running back. You're struggling. Cause we talked about how Alexander Madison's your best one and your bench looks like shit too. Um, yeah. McKinnon, I don't understand that this year. I was, I, well, I wasn't expecting like fireworks from him, but I, I thought they would at least use him a decent amount still. Um, and then Zeke is just going to be useless. Uh, Useless unless Ramondre goes down. That's that I don't know. just that. Even if Ramondre goes down, that's the same. Even then, <laughs> yeah, that team just true. that offense is so bad that where's the upside? I don't know why he's on this roster. I mean, we were we talked about Zeke being <clears throat> on this bench on the first time we did this episode. Um, he's, he's still sitting there. I was listening to one of my Jaguars podcasts and they were talking about how he would actually be like a really awesome trade target for the Jags. And I'm like, yeah, he actually really would. He would be everything yeah, they yeah. want tank to be right now. Um, he still got some juice. He had a 75 yard touchdown that got called back on last week. But yeah, I mean, I would be in for adding him to the, Jags offense for probably a late round pick and what is he only like three million dollars or something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about uh Trevor Lawrence? You uh he hasn't really taken that step that we thought he was gonna take. For fantasy. Um this offense, like I said, they're running it way more than I expected. Um, especially with the touchdowns, ETN's just eating the touchdowns up the last yeah. three weeks. Six touchdowns he, in three weeks. Right. Um, the nature of the <clears throat> offense for them was not supposed to be what it is. I think they just, ETN just started balling and they're like, all right, let's go. Um, so I would say that offense has underperformed and yet they're still five and two. So this they, is why, if they for get real going. life purposes, they're scary because they're playing defense. And yeah, this team is putting up thirty points while simultaneously bumble fucking their way there, yeah. and that should be that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, if if the offense finally gets going, Trevor is going to produce better for fantasy. Um, but also, he could just produce like he has been. Because there's so many games in Trevor's career already where he throws for 210 yards for two touchdowns, and Herbert and those guys are throwing for 400. But like when you go watch Trevor's game, it's it's like immaculate. It's just he's like playing. He he is the just the quarterback who for real life he's just tearing people up. But he's I guess his fantasy upside is capped. He's never going to be that guy who's just throwing 350 a week. Yeah, it looks like it's 
Well, if you flip, if you flip the touchdown luck, if that swings from the running game to the passing game, he is going to be, you know, the top seven guy that we projected him to be. And also, like I mentioned, they've they've capitalized a lot on short fields. So <clears throat> you take the touchdown luck that he hasn't had combined with the fact that they're they're not able they're not given the chance to put together long drives as often. And yeah, you're 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 missing out on a ton of points. Yeah, for sure. It'll I think that I expect that to come around at some point. I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, um, I, I'm also not a fan. I'm sorry, I was just saying, I'm not a fan generally of having two quarterbacks a season long, but I think in this case, I mean, that's fine. Like, because you probably can't really trade Lawrence for much right now, even if you wanted to, but you just, just kind of hold, hold him and then just kind of stream both of them, him and Hal, for whichever one has a better matchup until Joe Lawrence kind of proves it. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, I would probably keep him, I guess. See, I think for this guy, if I were him, I'd be looking to add a better running back, which he obviously already tried to do. Yeah, okay. That's I just the strat looking at his roster, the one yeah, for one, the one for one positional swap is odd to me. I would have taken my strength at receiver and just used that for like a wide receiver for running back swap or something. Yeah, yeah. But before Pollard, I mean, he had like his running back room was like looking not too bad, but now it's like, well, he needs to get a running back because they're not good. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. And that's about, all I got that about does it there. <laughs> um, bad boys of that place, Bree Breeze Breeze Holt. <laughs> that's my best guess. Um, this. This team is one in five. How is this? Yeah, that's I was thinking the five. same thing. I was thinking the same thing. Okay. They even Lamar, like, I get that Jameer Gibbs hasn't been, like, the thing we want yet. But you have Zach Moss, who has mm-hmm. been a monster so far. <laughs> Somehow. I know Saquon ben has been hurt. But you have Pacheco, Pacheco who's been yeah. the steady Eddie. I... So you've pretty much had two solid running backs all year. You got Zay Flowers, who's been great. Puka, the absolutely home run free agent out of the season so far. Brandon Ayuk has had some monster games. Garrick Wilson is quarterback proof. Oh, yeah, he's on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Godwin is still doing fine. What is going on? Yeah, that makes no sense how this seems one in five. I mean, all of them were drafted too. It's not like he traded for any of them. Like he's like, had them all. I mean, I guess because Saquon missing games and Gibbs. Maybe I think they missed at the same time, so maybe that week. I don't. I don't remember. But still, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, he had some injuries there. Saquon, Gibbs underperforming, but then you had Zach Moss. That's what I'm saying. It's like so, where you where you have have but one I think, negative, you've got it replaced down down below. Puka has given you elite wide receiver production to to Kenyon. I don't know. Almost is second Maybe most it's bad lineup decisions. That could that, be yeah, it that's, too. That's really nice. That second most points scored against him, but he's sixth in points scored. So like, definitely he's not like the tenth worst team in the league. He should not be one in five. He just kind of had a little bit of bad luck. It looks like. Um, so my the, only the advice, Falcons number one tight end, <laughs> yeah, <What>? pretty much. 
You know, I was actually reading earlier today, Janu is like third in the league among all tight ends and three touchdown points per game. Like if you take all the touchdowns, what's their point per game? He averages like 10.5 points per game just without touchdowns, which is only behind Kelsey and Andrews and maybe one other guy. But like he's been wow. legit like really solid fancy tight end just out of nowhere. It would have been really cool if the Patriots could have figured out. I was, I was just about to say this is yeah, exactly what think. we wanted out of him and when he went to New England. Um, the only advice I legit have here is just stay the course. Be willing yeah. to to make a move. Like you listen, but don't shop. And yep. if you're making a move, you better make sure you like I, you know you want to do it don't be don't have any reservations about a move you're pulling a trigger on because this team is good i'm putting saquon on the block that is probably a terrible offensive that's, line terrible offense that's fair yeah. get the name uh, value yeah. get the name value okay Go. so yeah i will yeah i can get on board with that and i will say that with receivers i do like all five of those receivers individually but i would honestly probably I wouldn't actively try to trade one, I guess, but like I would at least consider trading one for like at least a better tight end. I mean, well, can you? I, I know I just talked about John Dew, and it's hard to do like a direct receiver for tight end swap. But like, if there's a possible way to do that, just because like you're leaving a really good receiver on the bench every week, even if you start two and flex and two in a receiver spot, you know, so like feel like you just get try to get some someone else that could actually contribute instead of being on the bench. But I think I would rather take two of the wide receivers and trade for an upgraded wide receiver. Oh, that's a good idea too, yeah. Because you can stream. They got Cole Komet on the waiver wire. Pat Fryer, yeah, I know he's going to be out for a while, but maybe the second half of the year he gives you something. That's a really good call to double yeah. up like that because you yeah. know someone's probably hurting right now. And there's, like I said, there's streamable tight ends on the waiver <clears throat> wire. Michael Mayer is on there. Taysom yeah. Hill. Is starting to be consistent. I mean, hey, you know what? If they're gonna legit give the dude ten rushes a game almost, and he's gonna get at least one or two red zone rushes a game, he's worth he's worth rostering. He had a bunch of targets last week. Not, not yet. Oh, last like night, it's but stupid, but like yeah. If that's what they're gonna do, he's gonna accept it and uh, try to take advantage of it. Yep. Even if we think it's stupid. So yeah, I really think the only thing uh, to to look at here is you 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 could look to upgrade, but like I mentioned, I'm not pulling a trigger if I'm you unless it, I I am a hundred percent like yeah I want this because yeah, you are team. you are the guy. I think your record shows one in five, but this team is good enough that where you don't have to force anything. And like we said with the other guy, you're only two games back from a playoff spot right now. With a much better shot. Right. You got yep. this. Go for gold. For sure. All right. What Bermondi. about this next one? Bermondi St. Bermondi Browns. Someone Who wants to take this one? Uh, I can start. I'm pretty sure this is the one where he took Najee like 14th or 15th overall, right? If I remember that correctly, I guess I could look on the team and see, can't I? Um, um, so yeah, the, <laughs> the um, the draft didn't the draft order that's showing an ESPN according to the emails that I received 
isn't exactly accurate to what they actually drafted. Oh, so we were probably uh, railing people for uh, things I that were. We were. We were. Yeah. It was like on sleeper or something. They imported no, it. It was in person, and they have a picture of a draft where I have the picture, but you can't uh, really read it very well. Okay. So I didn't. I didn't bother sending it to. But you can see well, that the the order was definitely a little bit different. That makes more sense. Well, that sucks. Some of it was still bad. I think Juju still went like the top five. Some of it. <laughs> I really, I really that. They um, were, you know, wasn't quite as bad as we had killed them for. So this team's a little over the place. Um, you know, Herbert, he's been pretty good. Um, normally, he's not like an amazing fantasy quarterback, kind of like Lawrence, like good in real life, but he does usually get more yards. But he's been pretty good, though. Bijan's been awesome when he plays, but again, he's just not getting a ton of work, but obviously, you still keep him. He's he's the, he's the type of guy that if Algier gets hurt, he could go average, you know, 25 a week or something crazy like that. Shut uh, up. Najee. Just shut up with that sentence. Bijan <laughs> Robinson, number seven pick overall, the next greatest running back since you name it. Talked about this dude for three fucking years, and we're talking about his backup has to get hurt for him to be producing. Like the volume. Won. I mean, just like, yeah. I mean, he's done good with the volume he's gotten, but he's just not getting true elite volume. Yeah. But it's only RB. That's their strength. Point, That's though. for Dennis. Fair point. Um, <laughs> then yeah, Aji just what else is there to say? He's horrible, just um, he, I mean, he's not, you know, obviously horrible. He's an NFL player, but I mean, it's no, best he's horrible. This year, he's he's Trent Richardson, he sucks ass. It's okay, just say it four points, four points, six points, ten points, four points. That's the season fancy points so far. Um, so that's really good. Um, the other running backs, I mean, Jonathan Ingram. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he okay. He has a he has Connor and a chain. Okay, that changes things. Actually, I just saw those. They're both on IR. Yeah. I mean, Connor's pretty solid. Obviously, he's he's actually done better than I thought he would uh, this year before he got hurt. He was looking pretty good, and a chain obviously just amazing. And that's really sucks he got injured. Um, but you know, whenever they get back, that's actually a pretty good looking running back room. Honestly, the receivers. I mean, Metcalf. He's been hit or miss. Pickens had a couple big games, but with Deontay back, I don't know. Well, that's gonna how that's gonna affect him. Judy, you know, just he looks pretty bad. Palmer's looking pretty good, and um, JSN very, very slowly starting to ramp up and see a little more usage. But again, this is having two receivers on the same team, which uh, just I'm not a fan of. So, and then Njoku's just kind of been disappointing, but I don't know. That's my takes on all the players. What do y'all got? This team is toast until. <laughs> James Connor and A Chan come back. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. You have no As, no ceiling players at all. Not even Bijan. Uh, well, maybe Bijan, but even he is scoring as the RB twelve in fantasy points per game. Yeah, I'll say that Steve oh, Smith would fucking tear this team apart. <laughs> full of bunch of just a bunch guys. Of jags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's looking like it. I mean. Uh, do you guys think that he should maybe try to trade one of those running backs for like a to a team that can afford to take the IR spot for like trying to get like an instant impact player now? I think you take yeah, you have to a receiver and a running back and you go for a stud receiver. Mm-hmm. So this guy was caught up on a cheating scandal at one point. That's right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, maybe and, uh, <laughs> he might have to. Uh... 
revert back to his old ways if he's going to have a chance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe just do something like trade HN and Pickens for a pretty HN and Metcalf, maybe for like a stud receiver. I don't know. But I, I think something like that. I think trading HN is probably the swing you got to take. Yeah. yeah. Um, as unfortunately. As that right. Because let's say he comes back and he strains his hammy in his first game back. Like, I don't know. Like, obviously, in that offense and hit him in that scheme is like, is just like, a, I don't even Matt know what we're. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> just trying to come up with something. Like, it is like pure sex. And it is. It, but the thing with those speed guys, it, it's so easy for them to just take off and, the, and then there's a hamstring. And it's like, and that's the scary part. Now, while we obviously chase the upside and you want that because those are the players who send teams to finals and win championships. But you need real, you need more star power, more firepower. And I think he's the type of type of chip that would bring the return. And like I mentioned, he there is a total world where HN comes back and is another just a guy. But I mean, probably not, but it's it's possible. I think you could probably get quite a bit in return for a Bijan trade. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And probably more than his production so far. Because of just the name value. Everybody loves mm-hmm. Bijan. I would trade Bijan and Pickens. That's the combo I'd probably offer up to someone. Yeah, you could probably or HN get an Pickens, elite one of the two. With that trade, you could probably get an elite wide receiver and a in a probably an RB two back with it. Right. Yeah. But yeah, this team's gonna need an upgrade, I think, to to make a playoff push. Yeah, you need you need somebody who's gonna give you some top five, top ten weeks. Somebody who can win you weeks. They don't have that on this team. They have a bunch of consistent weekly. You know what you're getting every week, but it's not going to be a lot. Type of guys. And sitting in the standings, um, they're actually the second lowest scoring team, so that adds up. Um, Yeah, I think you. I think like we mentioned with the twelfth place deplorables, like you've got to try and take a huge swing here if you want to fight your way back. Anyone else got any thoughts? I think that's it for me. All right. Um, My personal favorite team name, the Gainesville Grinders. Um, (laughs) Urban Meyer. I remember thinking this team was going to (laughs) be damn good. Yeah, this was. Yeah, this team was going to be good. You were you were supposed to be the chosen one. Yeah, he's on my list of uh, contenders that I had as well. Uh, But. I mean, Hertz has been obviously really good still, but I'm going to check his game log. For My gut is telling me he hasn't scored quite as much as we want. I'm, no, I'm he's, he's been good, but he hasn't had like any huge games. He's still like QB2 on the year, I think, yeah. but He's not breaking fantasy football like he was last year. Th- that's yeah. it. And like he was a slate breaker last year to where if you – like he had those games where it's like Hertz 35 points and you, the other guy's just screwed. Um Especially for you here, you have Goddard, who's out this week. 
Um, but when you have the slate breaking quarterback and one of the guys he's throwing to together, that's always just like unfair. This is a nice one, two punch at running back so far. Well, I mean, not so yep. far because Eckler has been out moving <laughs> forward. I think we're going to get murky waters in Washington running back room. They, the, the snap share has started to trend down for Robinson, but it's I still think he's every be, single week. Yeah. It, it's been, it's just been odd. It's no, been like no, a, no commanders overall, running back has led the team in snaps in back to back weeks since week one and two. That is so fucked. That's just a mess. <laughs> it's oh. so it, game. Part of that's like, yeah, that's the thing. So I think Robinson's going to be like, he's going to be a fine startable fantasy asset from here on out. Um, I don't see men. He's not going to have those pop weeks like he did weeks one and two. Um, but I just, he's also not just going to be a pile of crap the rest of the way. And that's, you know, there's something to say about that. I don't, yeah. I'm not a Zach Evans guy. I'm not touching any Rams running back at all. Have, like, who are you? If you had to put your money on one Rams running back, who's it going to be? Um, Royce Freeman. Me too. We've seen him do stuff in the league. Um, like there's proven track record there. Miss me with um, Darrell Henderson. I know that he just got picked up, but he was on the street. He would, he would be second for me. I I would agree. Way, I'm putting the Evans way McVay last. is the way McVay is talking him up already this week. And I I don't trust any one of those dudes to get uh, uh like regular lead role so yeah i'm just not i wouldn't for me personally i wouldn't touch the situation zach evans under underwhelmed in every step of his career i I think one of them could take over as the guy but it's just impossible to know who i say that just because mcveigh generally likes to just pick one run back and stick with him so like if one of them does well early then maybe he just does stick with them but like yeah there's just no way to really know I, I would say probably Freeman as well, just because he's at least been active on some of the games while Evans has not been active. And obviously, you know, Henderson and Gaskin have not been on the team. I mean, Henderson has before, but you know, not this year. But yeah, I mean, Evans probably most talented of the bunch. But if the coach doesn't trust you and like, I mean, pass protection has always been an issue for him. So I was just about to ask him. why he's probably not going to play much. So because, correct me if I'm wrong, Freeman is a plus blocker like he's a pretty good blocker yeah i mean pass protection yeah i mean i could be wrong but i for some reason i want to say he's at, at least an above like he's an above average pass protector yeah i mean mcveigh usually likes to get running backs obviously that are talented running but he always likes to try to get good pass protectors too um but yeah it's just murky Gainwell's yeah. starting to show a little bit of life, but I think I think Swift's won the job. I oh, we're, sure. we're pushing into week seven. There's no more questions to be had about stuff like that in a situation where I guess obviously you know the Rams situation is different, but like in a situation where the proof is in the pudding, like DeAndre Swift's been the guy. I that's not changing. This is a decent wide receiver group. Um, obviously Tyreek is the dude and you traded for him. I'll have to go find that. What we got here. So it looks Whoa. like he's traded. Uh, this is a trade guys. 
Friday. This is uh, Friday, October sixth. So we're probably talking week uh, four, I think maybe. We're it's Tyreek for Brees and CD. I think at the time that was a fair trade because that was before I, uh, Brees I think that's... good games and CD was kind of in a slump. So I think that was fair. I think it still is honestly looks good now. Like. Like I love Reese and looks pretty good. I think it's a good trade for both for Tyreek. Yeah, I think it's fine. Give me yeah. Tyreek's side. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Yeah. Um, and you just got you just got Austin Eckler back. Yeah, this, this he's here to save the day here. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. I think you can is... capitalize on some sort of move. Would be getting a better. Depth running back would be my advice. Yeah, you're gonna move. You're gonna move Gainwell into that flex spot for this week over Zach Evans. Yeah, yeah. I or think the Rams. I guess Edwards, which doesn't sound good, but either of them over Evans, I would agree. Yeah, I mean the Eagles are playing the Dolphins. I, I want, I want, I want Gainwell. But yeah, Gus Edwards, Edwards too. In my mind, Rams are gonna go mega pass heavy this week. I would agree with that. So, yeah, um, stay the course, see what you can do. But this is another team that you've got a good roster that I don't think you need to panic since you're two and four. One last thing I was going to say on this one, would would you guys recommend trying to get rid of D-Hop with the Tannehill injury? I I know it's going to be hard to get rid of him, but, like, I think without Tannehill, if it's Willis, like – even if it's um, Levis, like the floor is just so low for Hopkins, even though he's obviously a good player. But like, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Um, I honestly, I'm holding because, like you mentioned, the value is so low at the, at the mm-hmm. moment, and Hopkins has been he's proven to be the type of receiver. Like, fuck it, DeAndre is down there somewhere. Like, that's true. Especially, like, and he's like really good, and he's really good in like the slant game. He's really good in the intermediate field. Uh, he's a type of receiver that would is a good fr- is a good friend for a young quarterback. So mm-hmm. I could see Willis coming in and and leaning on him because who the fuck else is he going to lean on in the passing game? Yeah, if anybody can survive, Will Levis or Malik Willis at quarterback, it's it's DeAndre Hopkins. Now, don't Fair take point. that as a ringing endorsement, but right. Right. I'm just saying that I think he's worth more than the, the what, you, what get. you could pull back right. at the moment. Right. Agreed. Okay. Um, Bogota Osos. This team, I remember, we also thought was a pretty solid one. This is the team that didn't draft a quarterback or tight end. That's right. Oh yeah, and then he guides the best fantasy point per snap quarterback, and then he gets put on IR. <laughs> That's really sad. Off I know. Oh shit! That he sucks. probably listened to us too. <laughs> Man, that really sucks for him. Yeah, I mean, at least he got Brock, who has been playing at a quarter as a QB one right now. Yeah, yeah. So at least he was able to salvage that, and. 
getting Nico has been huge for a free agency ad. I love that. I love the Tajay Spears stash and redraft because if Henry gets moved, that dude's going to be a home run down the stretch. Yeah, I agree. I love Spears. Um, Other running backs, though. I mean, obviously, yeah, CMC is CMC, but like Mondre, been disappointing. But like, he's a, I mean, he's had a, he had a pretty good game last week. A couple other decent games. Like, I'm not completely giving up on him. No, Rashad the schedule White, opens up for him. I don't know about Rashad White. He's not looked good. Um, Warren, he's looked okay, but like, he's not a guy that's ever gonna have a huge ceiling. I feel like. It, running back room's okay. He doesn't get Deontay back, though. Obviously, it's just receiving another running back. But getting Deontay back, uh, he's supposed to be back this week. Uh, that'll be pretty nice. I would honestly, I would I would probably take him off the IR and drop, like, I, don't know, I guess drop Rico Dowdle. Rico start, Dowdle, start, yeah, start, easy. Start Deontay Warren this week. Yeah, I would do the same. Keep streaming tight end. Um, yeah. Other than that, I, I would maybe try and make a move for a better RB2 if I could. But once how again... Gonna, how are you going to do it? I was going to say, I, I don't really know the path for that um, other than maybe trading like Ramondre and Nico for you know, a much better running back or something. But yeah, the... What about Deontay Johnson coming off IR? Oh, there you go. There's an idea. Or like, yeah, I would say Ramondre and Deontay and go swing for Saquon from that one guy down there. I don't know if that gets you Saquon. That's not gonna get you Saquon. Maybe get you like, maybe get you like Kamara or something. Yeah, maybe go for like a Pacheco. Yeah, you could probably get it. you could probably get Pacheco plus for that. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us doing the people's work. Overall, though, I mean, pretty solid team. But yeah, I would um probably make one of those moves you guys suggested. Yeah, Rashad White's been disappointing for those of us who loved him. <laughs> but he's yeah, he had, he's the, volume, he had like... the role. He's had the role. He just. <laughs> Isn't performing at all. No. If only his rookie uh, efficiency numbers told us that. <laughs> hey, he was the most efficient of the Buccaneers running backs. At least we can blame it. <laughs> I tried to blame it on the offensive line. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. And the offensive I'm, line is was... equally as just. I was just laughing that hard about it because he was the best running back over Leonard Fournette, man. Lenny was good at one point. Yeah, at LSU. Um, Yeah, all right. (laughs) We got the Legion of Doom here. Another three and three team sitting here at sixth place. And now, which this is kind of actually crazy because except for number the number two team, the rest of the playoff teams are the top five scoring. So that's yeah, that is that kind of evened out here. Um 
I'm a little confused here why we're sitting on Jordan Love yet. I think he probably picked him up to stream this week with Dak on bye and then going against the Broncos. Oh, maybe? Dak. Okay. That would make sense, yeah. I didn't see Dak when I first skimmed the roster, and then I saw Jordan Love free agency, so I'm like, right, what's happening here? Okay, so yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that, yeah. It's a pretty um, good team, I think. Yeah, it is. Really. Although we need some running back depth. We've like severely need a running back depth. Yeah. That, that Chubb injury sucks. If he had Chubb, that'd be an amazing running back room. But yeah, that's a, still really that's a tragic like, injury for no this depth. team. I, I don't know why Mooney's on your roster, honestly. Just get rid of him. Like, what's the point of having him? Well, it's because this and, guy is famous for his laziness in the league. <laughs> That's too lazy. Oh, to drop that? oh Jesus! Yeah. No one who didn't help okay, cook or so... clean. Doesn't help cook or clean exactly. <laughs> so we're dropping Giants after this week. Yeah. Um, we're dropping Mooney. You're picking yeah. up whoever, and then you're trying to trade for a running back. There's some okay free agents. I mean, Elijah Mitchell is a free agent. Like, definitely could get yeah. him for yes. some. Depth. He just dropped. Yeah, like, I, don't I don't know, know who he dropped drops. him, like, but he looks, he's on waivers. Days. He's on waivers right now until Sunday, so he just got dropped. Uh, okay, um, I can't. I mean, which makes zero. Singletary sense. maybe Singletary is okay. Stash better than Mooney. I mean, let's see. I can't give this guy insane flack because I'm like super ADHD, and like my biggest weakness in playing fantasy is like the is the tedious ass shit like waivers. I fucking hate and waiver wire. I do. I, I hate it so much. I hate I it. And I'm only in. I'm only in four leagues. No, five. Play, I'm in five play, leagues like, total. Almost zero redraft because I hate the waiver wire. I don't have time to do that shit. Even and in Dynasty yeah. too, though. Like, yeah. like D- Dynasty and redraft. I'm in five leagues, and I I think it's tedious as fuck. <laughs> and I I miss so many players because I just am like. I'm. I just don't. I don't know. So like, at least can't shit on at least in dynasty. At least in dynasty leagues, the waivers are so deep that you're not that typically too. you're not missing too much. But yeah, I'm with you. I I hate the waiver wire. That's why I love basketball yeah. teams. And if people invite yeah. me to leagues, if it's not basketball, I, I turn them down. Yeah, I will not add another league. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm in like three. Three or four managed leagues, and I'm just like, I, mean, I enjoy them all, but I kind of want to drop one or maybe two next year just because, yeah. And if I don't understand how people are. Oh, I'm in 35 leagues. Yeah, right. right. And they have, yeah. you know, That's families full-time and full time jobs. <laughs> like, how, how do you keep how? track of that? Yeah. I would need to sit good. home for two days to work the waiver wire. For that. <laughs> here's, I know this is a tangent, but here's my other thing about this. How, how do you root for anybody on Sunday? <laughs> Right. Yeah, oh, that's like, you literally at that point you're yeah. just waiting for results to see what happens to your teams. Yeah. Exactly. That's another, yeah, I need. Anyway, I like to have a couple teams that I like and like right. really rooting for. And care. Yeah, that's why I drafted just Jefferson and all my teams this year. So now I'm, you know, I'm sad for all of them. Oh, so it's your fault, <laughs> Dick. Yeah, exactly. Um. Good wide receivers all around. Nobody's like, I mean, DJ Moore's obviously um, been great, but like, it's just a good room. You got Mark Andrews. 
yeah, dude, you need to drop those two guys we said. Giants have to this week. Drop Mooney. Try and swing for another running back, but and you probably won't do any of that. You probably won't listen to this. <laughs> so good luck the rest of the way. Okay, the breeze knees. Horny right, Joe, my man. <laughs> All right, you're sitting here in what fifth place. 670 points. So you, my friend, are in third scoring. There's you actually three, four, and five. Our next three teams are the top three in scoring. And these guys have put like a little bit of a gap. Um, but horny Joe, my friend, you've got yourself a team. Unfortunately for you, Justin Field is hurt. Um, you need yeah. him back because you cannot be starting Russell, man. Your team is too good to be trying Russ out. This hasn't been um, that bad. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, I will say there are at least some decent quarterbacks on the waiver wire that he can get if he needs to get rid of Russ until Fields is back. But, yeah. His two – For fantasy, he's been okay, I guess. But Yeah, he's not been the worst. But his two – 20-point games on the year of betting against the Bears and the Commanders. So his schedule does get a lot harder the rest of the way. Um, In that Commanders game, like six or seven of the points came on that last second deflected Hail Mary. So, Oh, my God, I forgot about that. That was hilarious. <laughs> Only to yeah. miss the two-point. That, two yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. Classic. Um, you should go shopping at quarterback for Mahomes because – and I, I don't even know what what never mind. Let's let's shift topics here. What what kind of deal does Mahomes even look like in redraft? Because I, I I started to like maybe try and say who and then I'm like, I don't even know what you could do in redraft to because you don't I mean, have for, assets to trade. And you, at this point you would have to trade ETN. Um, yeah, I'm not making that move. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I, 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 would just I don't think I would sit with Russell. He's QB twelve. They gotta pass a lot because they're always trailing. Justin Fields will come back. I think you're okay there. If and it's this team, this team is four and two with Jonathan Taylor. He hasn't been able to start him yet. Cooper Cup yeah. first four weeks. Wars and well. going up. Aaron Jones has missed basically the whole year. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. And Kittle, um, I mean, obviously he's played every week, but he's had like two, like pretty much zero point games still right, right. to yeah. get up there. So he probably, yeah. he probably won him that week, that week that he's oh easily had three touches, yeah. Which makes Kittle worth it for him. Yeah, yeah, he's super frustrating to roster. But you just gotta <laughs> play him, knowing that he'll either get you one or he'll get you thirty. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if fantasy leagues awarded pancake block points, he'd be way more valuable and consistent, <laughs> but they don't. But actually, I think I want to say, if I remember correctly, talking about this team, one of the points was like, if you can weather the early storm and, and, you know, wait for these reinforcements with cup and Taylor, like this team might be fucking lethal. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Mm-hmm. So bravo. Um, if you can get someone to buy on Jamison, you got to do it because he came off the big touchdown, but he had what? Three targets, nine routes. 
Oh, fuck, really? Yeah, he, he yeah. was barely playing. He just got that one touchdown. And it was his role was diminished from the week prior when he ran 15 rounds. So, and I say all this as a guy who he would, I loved him last year. I drafted him in a league. I have sent, sold him. I sold him straight up for Rashi Rice and dynasty. Um, I'm sad that this is where we're at. He's never going to be a star, a regular fantasy asset. If he develops into anything, he's going to be a very nice NFL football player, but he's never going to be a reliable fantasy asset. The great um, so field he, stretcher. Right. Um, so if you can get someone to bite, that's that's your number one move. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, the Lions have butchered their first round picks and both the last two years. Man, how good Going could be? And then Gibbs, who Dan Campbell called a change-up running back. <laughs> so a change-up running back and a one-dimensional field stretcher is how you're using your first-round draft capital. Yeah, just imagine Not great, Bob. I'm trying to think and of how good that team would be. Uh, after, after Williams last year, I don't remember who it was, but Olave, Olave, yeah, if they had Olave, oh my God, yeah, imagine. Can you imagine, can you imagine Chris Olave and with with a Brown, yeah, Sam Laporta, yeah. damn, and then who knows damn. who they could have drafted with Gibbs instead of Gibbs, probably JSN. Why not? I was just about to say JSN, man, fired up. <laughs> there go. you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice grab on the Allen. Adam Thielen, um, for yeah, he's, yet. he's another he has major league. He has I, scooped, I scooped him in a handful of best balls. Um, and actually, my best one, I'm I'm winning one of the one of my million leagues and on DraftKings. One of my big reasons is Thielen because. Obviously, he's just going ham, and I the one reason I liked him so late is because a lot of times a rookie quarterback is just going to find that safety valve, and I just talked about it with the whole like Hopkins thing, the young quarterback just finding his guy, and clearly this is what's happening here. Uh, he had two catches in week one, but his lowest output reception-wise is seven since then. That, you how often do we get a this reliable of a fantasy asset on this shitty of an offense? Pretty rare. I mean, he's definitely going to aggress something when we all wrote still. him off. Right. Yeah. Well, I think part of it too is he was running still running a ton of like perimeter routes last year, and now he's like almost exclusively you know full time slot guy. And at this point of his career, just fits his skill set better, you know. And because plus all those other things you said, yeah. Like one of Obviously, Jags fans. So, like Maurice Jones Drew comes to mind for me. For years, the, those offenses were so bad, but he was a top five redraft pick every for like three, four years straight. But, like you said, Alex, he was expected to do that. Like, this is Thielen putting this kind of numbers out when he was he, a free pickup in every league. He was in the coffin. Right. Yeah. Undertake. Right here. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was awesome to get him on this team. Christian Kirk's just been fantastic since week one as well. 
Um, the the Jags offense just looks so much better when they're flowing through Kirk. Um, and AJ Brown is just, just, I love him so much. I, he is such a treat to watch. He's so damn good. He has, was it four games in a row of 125 yards or more? I think bananas. Um, now Devonta Smith is going to miss some time. I love AJ. Uh, I don't think, think so. No, no, he's good to go. He, he did miss. I thought he was missing this week. No, he's cleared. He missed oh. a couple of practices, but he's yeah. They said he's good to go for Sunday. But still, oh, I, don't, uh, I mean, AJ. Never mind. I could have swore I thought he was missing. Okay. Well, maybe you fell for the fake Schefter that I fell for earlier today. <laughs> yeah, I oh, saw that. <laughs> I apparently I got sheftered. God damn it! Through the roof, Roshan Johnson was cleared from concussion <laughs> protocol. Wheels fucking up. And then. Fake Schefter got mine. Dude, I legit yeah. tinkered my DraftKings lineup for Roshan. And then later I saw he was <laughs> out. And I'm like, wait a second. I thought he was playing. Yeah. That's tough. Sad. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else on this team do you guys have? No, um, it's good. This one's got a shot. The, we were, yep. I was very right about Christian Kirk, but we can move on. Yep. That's true. You sure were. Now, I won't. The Calvin Ridley re- situation right now has gone way too far. And, and people are like, drop him. <laughs> time to panic. No, I'm like, no, 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 no. Not panic time yet. Like, heavy man team who has Marshawn Lattimore, who is notorious for other offenses, just completely avoiding. I saw rankings this week that had Michael Thomas rest of the season ranked ahead of Calvin Ridley. Oh my Even God. I wouldn't do that. Even <laughs> I wouldn't do that. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. He's, so like he's a top 30 wide receiver rest of the year. He's not going right. to be the elite guy that everybody wanted him to be. He's a top but 30 like, inconsistent, but he's going to give you weeks. There is legit Calvin Ridley panic. Like he, like people should be panicking about Quentin Johnson right now. Quentin Johnson. <laughs> victory lap. Um, but yeah. Christian Kirk is good. I love him. Dude, that catch last night, and the, like the there was like one adjustment he had that I don't know, he just was weaving on that yak, and I was it was awesome. I love I it. jumped out of my chair. I was celebrating. It was so cool. I was celebrating. Um, I care yeah, more about good. my takes than my actual fantasy team, so I was, <laughs> I was rooting him. And then Al Michaels fucked with my head. Did he score a touchdown? Did he? Score? I was like, "What?" Al Michaels. Yeah, I, I was like, "How did he miss that? Like that was so clearly a touchdown." I mean, I know. To be fair, he was about ten yards to the, to the boundary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. Al Michaels is horrible now. Uh, poor guy. Um, he's, like, he's lost his mind. Yeah. He's just there for the paycheck at this point. Yep. All right. Let's see. We got love this game. Hold on. This is a team name change, I think. Somebody changed team names, yeah. I don't remember this. I don't know what the original was, but oh well. Anyways, here you are. Fifth place. Just I lied. Fourth place. And I just mentioned you are in this top tier of scoring teams so far. Um, but you also have the benefit of one of the lowest points, actually the lowest points against. So at least you are one of the top scorers. So if someone tries to come at you with that argument, you can shut them down. Um, Gino and Kirk is a fine 
fine pair. This is another instance that I'm cool rostering both and just playing the mm-hmm. matchups. Man, the JJ injury kills Kirk a lot, though. Um, it just kills the offense in general. Kirk Kirk's production is just going to be capped, and that sucks because he he was, I mean, he was on pace to throw like five thousand yards almost. Yeah, I'm very annoyed because I traded for him in a dynasty league, a super flex league, because I had Aaron Rodgers as my QB two, and my team is freaking loaded. I was like, I could go get a quarterback. <laughs> I traded a first round pick to get Kirk Cousins on the next week. Jefferson's gone. I was like, sucks. Hit. And now I feel like I wasted that first round pick because I'm not going to get that value back from him ever. Right. It would have been worth it to make the run, but it'd be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've you've got a good spot with those two to kind of play the matchups from here on out. Um, uh, Kenneth Walker is still that guy. Offensive line sucks, and he is still making lemonade here. And Charbonnet obviously is just here for a little bit of passing work. Um, this is an Right, this is the the Travis Etienne tank situation all over again, but just not as extreme. Um, but Walker is fucking good, man. Like, if you, my one complaint about him is sometimes he does try to bounce things out too much, but that offensive line sucks. That's his game. I mean, he's right, and that it's it's the thing where you get annoyed by it, but he he produces chunks in positive plays at a higher rate than the average running back does yeah. doing it. You got to take the good with the bad with them. And it's mostly good. Yeah, and here's just, the thing about it for me. Oh, sorry. No, you, you go. You go Zach. I was just going to say, there's just so much home, home run potential with him. I, I agree. There's some, some home run, run potential and I love him for like a best ball or draft Kings, but for season long, he does scare me a little bit just because that floor is pretty low. Like, Obviously, like he's doing well this year, but like, like look at week one, we didn't score a touchdown. He had eight points. You know, like if he doesn't score a touchdown, he, you know, may not be having that big a game. He hasn't had a hundred yard game yet. Those will come. Uh, this week is a great matchup, but if you look at the schedule, it's a little concerning because weeks eight and nine, Browns and Ravens, tough <clears> matchups, and then pretty much from week twelve through the rest of the fantasy fantasy season, he has a tough matchup. He has Niners twice, Cowboys. Eagles, Titans, and Steelers. Like, none of those are really... Yeah, that's a gauntlet for the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, and obviously, like, not saying that just because it's a bad matchup, he's going to be horrible or anything, but, like, I think he's at a point now where if you could get something better for him, like, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Like, I don't... I definitely like him as a player and everything, and I I agree with what you guys said, but, like, I don't know, that that just scares me a little bit because... Like, like, he has a high ceiling, but his floor is pretty low. And if he has tough matchups like that, the floor might be a little more inclined to go towards a low floor. I don't know. But I could certainly yeah, I, I disagree. No, I think that's a spot on take. The schedule getting clamping down when you need him the most is definitely concerning. He's got – I mean, you were, you were the lucky guy to get Jerome Ford. I know it's not yeah. been paying off like you would want – he had the blow up game when he came in. He then got one of the hardest run defenses in the league in the Titans immediately after, and he got 18 points. Um, the next game, Dorian Thompson Robinson played, and the offense looked like complete ass. 
and then he played the 49ers. Like this in a redraft, this is a buy low guy for me in redraft. Um, you want you're because you're talking about schedule, and now he's about to play Indy, Seattle, Arizona, his next three games. Like this is a big, big test for him these next three weeks. Um, and I think if you need a running back, he's a guy you could buy and you need to do it now. Yep, I agree. Um, still got Derrick Henry. He's not going to give you what you paid for. Like, you just need to accept that. Hope he gets traded to a better team, to be honest. And now that I'm talking this through out loud, like, the Browns actually make a shitload of sense. And that would kill Jerome Ford for you, which would really suck. <laughs> but for like real life purposes, like Derrick Henry to the Browns trade would actually like be really lethal. Um, I don't want that to happen. Probably not. But the NFL salary cap's fake, so they probably that's could. True. That's true. That's at least for at least for like a rental. Um. Jaleel McLaughlin, I, lo- I really like this guy as a player. I Not in redraft. I think he'd be a cool dynasty stash. This guy's got some juice. Um, so I'm cool. I'd be cool stashing him in dynasty to see if something ever happens. You've got three running backs all getting touches regularly in that offense. It's a nightmare. Um, I really like Samadre. Samandre, I just combined names so bad. <laughs> Samaje, I liked him a lot this year, like a ton. Um, with the Javante injury, and then the fact that Sean Payton's offenses have used two backs. I mean, Samaje looked great when he was the the fill-in for Mixon. I never in a million years did I think this was going to be a three-headed monster. So, whoops. Um, but yeah, I, I, you got to play him right now, obviously, because bye week and stuff. But that's not exactly the most exciting prospect for redraft. But you got a decent top three at receiver. I don't like Osborne so, and Becca moving forward, though. So this this team traded Michael Pittman for Terry McLaurin straight up. Interesting. I don't like that. Wait, sorry, I missed that. For he traded Terry Michael. Wilson? He traded Michael Pittman for Terry McLaurin. Uh, no, I don't like that. No, I don't either. I mean, I know Pittman had a couple of air games recently, but like, I mean, McLaurin his whole season has been a except for the last one. Last, well, he's had a couple of good games, I guess, but his Pittman's definitely been better this year. I'd rather have Pittman the rest of the season. Yeah, he's had double-digit targets almost every single week. Yeah. And now with Minshew at quarterback, it's going to continue. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sure. With Minshew the rest of the way, I like Pittman more than if AR was playing. Yeah. But, yeah, that is a little unfortunate here. But, you know, they did it. So we're living with it. I, I, I love Evan Ingram so far this year, man. He's yeah. not the pop guy, but he has gotten you. I'm pulling him up right now. Every week. Seven points every single week in a position that's usually a dumpster fire, unless you have one of the studs 
and he hasn't even caught a touchdown yet. Yeah. Like these are these are like this is like a backbone of a championship team, like Evan, like an Evan Ingram type, you know, where you just mm-hmm. know that you don't have to worry about him all year. Yeah, he's tight in five. Yeah, and that's so yeah, that's just a clutch pick. You don't need to worry about a backup until it's his bye week. Your bench is pretty bad though. Yeah. That's my that's my complaint. Because yeah. like you're starting yeah. your roster, your starting lineup's good, but you're in you're in some trouble for if you rack up some more injuries and as the bye weeks keep coming. You, that's I mean, my get rid of OBJ. Yeah, why why is he on the team? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's the bench needs upgrading here, I think is my biggest critique. And I think I maybe like a a Kenneth Walker trade could help there. Maybe. Or Derrick Henry trade. I'd rather trade a Derrick Henry. Henry. Yeah, that's, yeah. Especially if if Henry gets traded in real life, I'm trading him before he even starts a game with that team. Because there's going to be so much hype. Uh Mm Mm-hmm. That would be where, when I pulled the trigger on Henry. Where would he go that you would be excited about? <laughs> Cleveland. But he has <laughs> Jerome Ford. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I was talking it out loud, and I'm like, oh, damn. Well, actually, Cleveland, like, that would be pretty dang good. I think if he went to the Baltimore. I was, like, I was just about to say the Ravens. That would maybe probably be my favorite yeah, spot for him. Honestly, like, because already. His best catch in would still say the same, of course, but he's just have way more touchdown opportunities, probably. Well, I mean, Lamar would take some away, but Dude, like, still, they'd be in the red zone like twice. Defensive coordinators time. would be shitting their pants in that <laughs> an RPO game of Lamar yeah. and Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you have right. Andrews and Flowers out there, but yeah. Now I want that to happen because that would be fun. Yeah, that would that, that would be, be pretty fun. Um, um all right, top three. Sorry, unless y'all had some bills for... No, I didn't. I was about to move on myself, so go ahead. I got the Troutwood Twats. Um, You know, looking at the team, I'm honestly a little surprised that uh, he's 4-2 and and third in points scored. Uh, It looks like there's been a couple of trades, though, so I'm about to look and see, like, who was traded He must have been the one who traded... Oh, he traded for Pollard. Wait. He traded for Pollard. So he traded, traded away for Madison. He traded away Madison and Olave. So he got the goods out of that deal. He okay, is, yeah. So he won that. Oh, yeah. He has Kyron. Okay. And that was recent, that you said, right? Yeah, literally yesterday that trade happened. Yeah. Okay, so he has he Kyron. Is, so that's explains. He's the highest point scorer. Yeah, that's pretty wild. <clears throat> Kyron is a huge wrench for that. He probably started to tank down a couple. Well, maybe at least one of those weeks. He probably picked him up after that first big game he had. I would guess. 2 2 Atwell probably gave you a couple good weeks. 2 2 has been solid. The other, I mean, Javante and Dante Foreman, though, neither has really been. Oh, Mostert, obviously, duh. Looking around at it, Mostert's been amazing. Yeah. Laporte has yeah. been awesome. Yeah. Um, Allen's still QB1, even though he hasn't been like truly incredible. We still get, he's still QB1, right? So, and now with Pollard in the fold, I mean, that if, if Pollard, Pollard's starting, obviously, and then. Mostert until A-Chan gets back, and then probably around when A-Chan gets back is when Kyron Williams should get back, so that can kind of make up for that. Um, 
Looks looks like a pretty good team once once Kyron is back, honestly. So he traded was, Justin Jefferson. Yep, I was just looking at this. And for Sam Laporta and Kyron Williams. Oh. <laughs> okay, so he hasn't even had Kyron for most of the season then. Okay. No, well, he just got him in. He had him for one week and he's out. Okay, well, that. that or maybe, maybe he had him for two weeks. Thing. It's even more confusing how he just got Pollard, didn't have Kyron. He's been starting well, he those JJ. running backs. Well, yeah, but still, yeah, like, right. these running yeah, backs, yeah, though, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess other than Mostert, but, like, Javante Williams and Foreman, they haven't done, like, anything at all. So I guess Mostert just completely carried the running back room so far, yeah. He fell for the Kyron Williams drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's does not look – obviously, you can't predict the injury, I guess, but, like – I, I no, but I before, no. I don't think Man, that he's was really inefficient before this one blow up game. He's 195 pounds. And he runs a yeah. four six five. He runs a four he's, six five. He's like an okay player, just with a really good role. On a that was right. not going to continue. Yeah. 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 Well, and of course, I got destroyed because I made a video last week saying to sell Kyron Williams and he goes for like 150 yards in the second my comments on YouTube and TikTok are just destroying me right now oh and I'm still, sure still stay strong <laughs> I'll come yeah, fight I'll some battles with been... you I have fun I have fun trolling people sometimes yeah, me too. I've tried to not do it as much this year. I know that same. Like, I try and not let myself get too deep into it because I will, I'll rabbit hole it bad if I get going. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I gotta make myself not. Um. Yeah, this is really just a weird. It's just a weird team, man. Like the way it all came together. Yeah. Um. The JJ trade. You're gonna regret that one. Like if he had JJ yeah. on this team still after he just got Pollard and Debo, like that would have been like obviously JJ's is gonna be out a few more weeks, but like could have got a so lot more for him. Are we we a hundred percent sure that Jefferson's coming back after four weeks? And I mean, that's very might be a little bit longer because isn't it? They said four to six weeks now. Well, four to six weeks from when it first happened. So I guess. Yeah, once, five, what, yeah, whatever what is. is his what is his incentive to push it? The team's one in one in five. He's yeah, trying as far as, to get he hasn't attention. gotten paid. And he has nothing to prove as far as getting paid. I guess that's true. Yeah. I that's a good point though. Sit back and watch it burn. I personally, as soon as that yeah. happened, I traded look away. The, look what you guys are without me. Give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of was apprehensive just because I don't know, I, tr- I tried it away for Puka, which sounds crazy and, and like if, a month or two ago, but like I just thought because kind of those same concerns, what if he doesn't come back or what if he comes back later or what if the Vikings trade Cousins, then he's stuck with whoever their backup even is. I don't remember, but uh, plus my team was not looking too good. I, I kind of had to, I couldn't afford to take a zero for those weeks, but. Not that my team really matters. I'm just saying a kind of similar situation. I feel like Puka is a better haul than Kyron and Laporta, but I don't know. Yeah, agreed. But 
it's still a pretty Apollo. good team, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Pollard should help. Um, but you're still, well, if you have Pollard and Mostert starting as your two running backs, pretty good running back, too. The receivers are not good, though. Yeah. No, like, you got to drop Jaden Reed at this point. Like, I like him, the player, and I like him for Dynasty still. But he hasn't caught more than four balls in a game, and that was pre-Christian Watson coming back. Right. And <laughs> Rashid Shahid, Tank Dell, Tutu Atwells in your lineup. <laughs> Would you guys try to trade? I know I just traded for Kyron, but would you, if it looks like Kyron's going to be back, like, let's say hypothetically he's back in two weeks, would you try to trade him for like someone that needs a running back that could give you a decent receiver if if they would go for that? The second, the second they say they're designating Kyron Williams to return from IR, is he on IR? No, I don't think he's officially on IR. No, but the they said he'll he, be on multiple weeks. Yeah, second he's practicing. Mm-hmm. I'm trading his ass. It's an ankle, yeah. correct? A high ankle sprain? Yeah, ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. That's, How that's often a, do we see thing, these yeah. guys with a high ankle sprain come back and then they're still not themselves for three, four, five, six weeks? Dude, that is what messed up JT last year, wasn't it? Yeah, and Saquon the year before. Yeah. And numerous other, numerous other people. Mm-hmm. And then on you know, top of numerous- that, Numerous other talented running backs. Right, exactly. And he's no Jonathan <laughs> Taylor. No. You're dropping Zach Charbonnet, too. I mean, unless Walker's hold- out, I mean, no value there. I might hold him for the handcuff factor. That's true because he's one of the few. There's your starting running back. There's your starter. He's, That's true because if, there's if only Walker. a few handcuffs at running back left to where you know that it's going to be legit role. Right. Until true. Yeah, that's decides true. to hand the ball to DJ Dallas 20 times a random week. But... God damn it, Pete Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, right, yeah, this is West top two. Oops, sorry. This is, I, this team's obviously got a shot. Um, Josh Allen looking at his he's got the Chargers and then the Patriots semifinals and championship week. So that's good. I like that. Just as nice. The thing about the Patriots is that game could be dragged into the mud and just be, you know, a 17 or 13 game. Especially in December. Right. No sure. matter which where yeah, it's I was at. Gonna say, yeah. Um but yeah, you got you got to get some running back help, my friend. And number two team, not even taking a shot at that name. Um, <laughs> Zika Diggis. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, Interesting oh, team. Load. Here we go. Okay, so you got two a. Uh, but you didn't get the stack, which sucks because the Tua Tyreek stack is the most lethal stack in the game. Well, he he had Hill, and then he traded him. He was the one who traded for Brees and CeeDee Lamb. He traded away Hill for those two. 
Oh my god, that makes it so bad. <laughs> you had the you had the or stack of stacks. Tyreek Hill, yes. Uh... Yeah, that I mean, I do like Versity, but if especially I didn't realize he had two of the. If, he, if I knew that he had two, I would have. Well, I mean, we we said to keep the hillside out of the way, but like, yeah, that does make it worse. Yes, because okay, oh. so Tua currently is QB three in this league. Um. He Tyreek is the slate breaker um, at wide receiver, and he just does it so frequently. And then you just get the points with Tua on top. I just, it's he's, the most unfair stack. Yeah, he's on pace to crush the yardage record. I, so I've off, I've been long on the Tyreek train that um in my my home league a couple seasons ago I I said I would if it, we are talking about if you could draft who would you start your team with at receiver if you could and I said Tyreek just because of what he does scheme wise and like just who, what he presents and that, everyone said I was nuts I'm like no this dude's different and then he goes to Miami and does it and I still hold the opinion that I, I I'll never go big on Twitter for, with this opinion because I just get absolutely roasted. Tyreek's the league MVP. It's not Tua. It, how many receivers, if you took Tyreek off the field and replaced, would yield the same product in that offense versus if you took ten other quarterbacks and replaced Tua? I can't get there with him being MVP. So if you I'll take two, take two off the field, what's their record versus if you take Tyreek Hill off the field? They're still winning games with, with Tua and Jalen Waddle. They're not winning games with Mike White and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but see, I don't think that's how you can look at it. I think you got to look at it versus like a league average standpoint. If you p- replace Tua with a league average quarterback or replace Tyreek with a league average receiver, which team is better? I think... It's the Dolphins with Tyreek and the average quarterback. <laughs> but is how much above average is Tua? Because if if your theory is correct, Tyreek Hill makes Tua. I, yeah, that's what I think. I think Tyreek. I think Tua is like an above average quarterback at best. Like that's just who he is. <laughs> I don't think he's elite, and that's like my whole point. Okay. I disagree. I don't think he does anything by himself that separate him from the other quarterbacks at the top. I think that he is completely like he is lock on to like, and he, he does a great job of anticipation. He does a good job of ball placement, timing, all of that. But when you disrupt what he does, well, he's toast. He doesn't, there's nothing about Tua's game that elevates the others. It's the scheme that is elevating everyone in that offense. It's not Tua. I mean, it's I think it's a little bit of everything. I mean, the scheme definitely helps, but like, it would definitely not be as good with some average. I don't know. Can't think of an average quarterback right now. I don't know. Like Jimmy Garoppolo. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that would. It would, it would not be still winning. I mean, I mean. They're, there's my point still, is, what's the record? Five you, to one. 
do you really think Tua Tagovailoa deserves MVP over Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes still? No, not a chance. But he deserves I would say he's MVP. Yeah. He oh no, I the, see. I still think Tyreek should would deserve it. I would fight that no. one until I die. We can say that one for another time. <laughs> a whole nother podcast. <laughs> Tyreek's um, the beast. Seriously, look at the one touchdown he just scored this week. All two had to do is snap the ball and just go, just throw it. Because Tyreek is going to just run, and by the time he gets there, he's going to be six yards past his defender. He's the best <laughs> wide receiver in the NFL right now. Nobody's arguing yeah. that. Yeah. But he's not the MVP. Here's one yeah, thing I think we can either. all That's agree what I'm on. Saying. <laughs> one thing I think we can all agree on is this team is down pretty bad at running back this week. Starting Antonio Gibson, Latavius yeah, Murray, week. and Jordan Mason. And, I mean, <laughs> really, the whole season, other, other than Brees, yeah, but like at least he has Brees for the rest of the season. Well, but like, I mean, yeah, Damian Pierce has been a zero. And yeah, he was lost his military last week. Yeah, he lost his job. And then Mixon. Joe just, Mixon has been a horrible so, disappointment. God. So this team has Jordan Mason in the flex. Where Elijah Mitchell is sitting <laughs> in the waiver wire. Are you guys playing Jordan Mason over yeah. Elijah Mitchell? No, I definitely play Mitchell. I mean, okay. I think oh, I think last easy. week the whole how Mason got a few more carries. I think that was just because Mitchell it was still first coming off back. injury. Yeah. yeah, first game back. Like Mitchell, they, they've shown that they trust Mitchell to carry the work whenever he's healthy. Mitchell is the Kyle Shanahan style running back. Yeah, I two hundred feel great speed. I feel about Mitchell how I feel about Gus Edwards versus Justice Hill. It's like, take the guy who the team has trusted and played for multiple years straight in this situation. So, yeah, yeah. Team Mitchell there. Um, well, I do like yeah, I that he traded Terry McLaurin for Michael Pittman. Yeah, that was nice. That was a good move. Kind of makes sense from trading away Tyreek. <laughs> yeah, Man, that one's still it's hard. just the fact that you had the stack is what I can't get over. <laughs> yeah. Was Don't this the Jaguars defense? You I'm guessing you picked them up to stream them for the Saints. Actually, you didn't. You've hold, held them since post week two, it looks like. So good job. Because they're forcing turnovers and they're they're just playing really good defense. So that's a there's always a couple defenses that pop up on the waivers that are weekly starters, like, you know, week startable weekly, I guess, that you just never would have thought. And as a Jags fan, I never would have thought this either. But here we are. So there you go. Yeah, um, I'd say for this team, obviously being being set with Hawkinson, a tight end is great. One of the very few tight ends you can just set and not to worry about it. But, yeah, the running backs are just – that's really rough. I mean, I don't even know who he would trade to try to upgrade a running back because, like, he only has three solid receivers because, I mean, Rondale was even on a roster. I mean, I don't know. That's it's kind of tough to – I don't know. It also needs to get a receiver, I guess, but uh, running back is definitely more of a need than a receiver if you had to pick one or the other. But I think he's got C.D. Lamb. That's okay. But yeah, that's yeah, needs, yeah. He's on the bench. He so. needs more. He needs more a wide receiver. You're right. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'm sure it'd be really hard to even trade Joe Mixon. Like, who would want him? But like, 
if you can convince somebody that, oh, well, he's getting volume on a solid offense and just overlook all the negatives about him, maybe try to get him for, I don't even know what, what would be an equal value for him. What, like, um, look at some other running backs right now, but like, I, I would trade him away for like Jerome Ford, honestly. And that might be a hot take, but I would, I would, I would do that straight up or Mixon. Um, yeah, I would try to play Mixon for that or even, uh, I don't Camara. know. I'm just kind of looking. I don't know if the Camaro owner would do that. <laughs> if, if the Camaro owner mm-hmm. would do that, um, I don't know. Just some options. But yeah, I would, I would so, try to get a red Mixon. I'm just looking at Brees here because I was thinking about this Tyreek trade. I'm like, this this Tyreek to a stack, as we are mentioned, like the blow up weeks there. You just like, how do you win as the opponent when you're facing the, that stack and they go ham? Like, I you just mm-hmm. like can't. And so Which I'm thinking, every week. Right. Yeah, so I'm thinking Brees has to like, Brees has to just explode at some point. And semifinals week he has washington who has like a really good front seven they actually stop the run pretty well they just get torched on that and through the air and then week championship week he's got the browns best defense in the league yeah, that's not good um so that is also just like makes that trade even worse to me is when you're gonna need Brees the most he's 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 got tough matchups and cd I love CD and he is going to probably end up as a top. He'll end up as a top 10 guy, but he is ceiling is capped because of the offense. Like they're going to spread the ball. Still, they're going to run the ball. Yeah. You just, you can't trade the unicorn, man. Yeah, that was, that was a mistake for sure. And I, I guess I kind of get it. Like when you look at it on paper and you see CD and Brees, you say, hey, I'm getting a badass running back for or a badass running back plus another alpha guy. Like I get it. Like I I feel the thought process in there on, on your on your side. But yeah, Tyreek is just too much of that guy. Tyreek would have won you the league. Right. And especially because you could have been sitting on like, let me look here. Ridley has Tampa Bay week 16 and then Carolina week 17. He could easily have blow up games in one of those for you to go with Tyreek. Like, yeah, you, you traded for Pittman. So like the prospects are looking good there. You've got Hawkinson the rest of the way. He's just going to be a good steady Eddie. You had a solid roster all around to sit on the explosion guys, and I, I think it's going to bite you. Yep, 100% agree. All right, let's move on to Shrek Swamp Ogres, baby. This, um, when I looked at this roster first, I was like, I can't believe this team is six and oh, like this is the yeah, like this is this is kind of weird. But you know, whatever. Well, they um, had. Yeah. Oh, this sorry, the team that on. had this is the team that had Kyron Williams, right? Yeah, I was about, yeah. Oh, you're about right. That, yeah. Okay, so Kyron and Laporta. They had Kyron and Laporta, and just yeah. traded. Okay, that away. makes sense. So, 
Especially makes sense um, since he has Kelsey to trade Laporta away. That makes the trade look better for him. I was going to say that does – yeah, that works out really well. And now that you've got J.J. sitting there, that could you know be that push you need late. You're going to get Montgomery back at some point. I know we probably talked about how much we loved Smith and Adams as a top two. Um, Hopefully Adams just starts seeing some more volume because he deserves it. Like he's one of the dudes that if he's going to sit there and bitch to the media, like he listen, he's like, just listen to him because he's fucking right, man. And he's got the, the track record to go out there and be that, you know, to go complain like that. Like, some guys do it and it's like shut the hell up. Like, but there are some dudes like him where you're like, okay, yeah. Like mi- miss me with Jamar Chase saying I'm always fucking open. Like, I know you're a badass, but you're in year three. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a little bit of that there with, with Jamar. But with oh, with welcome. a guy Well, yeah, right. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, but when it's a guy who is caught 100 balls seven years in a row and he says why am I getting three a game yeah I'm gonna listen yeah yeah I think I think the volume will come yeah I wouldn't be worried about uh I wouldn't be worried if I had Adams I'm worried about Devante Smith's mystery Adam Schefter hamstring injury though no it was a legit (laughs) hamstring injury it was just uh, he was cleared. God, see, this has got me all fucked up. He was injured. I don't know like what's right and what's wrong anymore. Yeah, he he missed Wednesday. Had limited sessions Thursday and Friday, but now they're saying he doesn't have any injury designation. Like he's full full go. Right. Is Darius Slay playing? Uh, I'm not sure because I I thought he wasn't, and now I think I'm getting shaftered. Fake Shafter. I don't know. <laughs> because well, if there's no Darius Slay, Terry Hill is going to go extra war- ham. It's going to be... Uh, uh, he'll go ham, even if Slay is there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go nuke. Um, I'm a little worried other... for a rough stretch. Yeah, I mean... Just while waiting on JJ Montgomery to get back, it's definitely not that good of a team. Like once they're back, amazing, but gotta survive. Thank- thankfully, though, you're six and zero, so you can you can afford a couple of losses. You're, you're almost yeah. guaranteed to make playoffs at this point. But obviously, you don't ever want to lose if you can help it. Um, Burrow, maybe he'll. I mean, he's had a couple kind of bounce back weeks, I guess. So maybe uh, really just that one, I guess. Last week didn't do that much. If you can just figure it out, like then you could probably. Drop Stafford once if Burrow ever figures it out. We'll see. Board's been pretty decent. Could I mean just by default, like the only living body on the Patriots that can catch a pass, I guess. Barely. Just yeah, barely. And then Downs he's looked okay, but like he's not he's not, you know, breaking the well, slate or they, anything. They better I'm tank sad, that game. I'm sad to report that Juju is not rostered any longer. Man. <laughs> That's probably the worst pick of that dream. Well, does it say when uh, he was dropped? No, I, <laughs> I, I'll find out. Was it after we? Like right that. after we uh, shit on that? On um, that says Wednesday, October eleventh, he was dropped. So, so yeah, a way week too ago. Late. <laughs> yeah. 
Finally gave up. Oh, Six yeah, that was the last years. place team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that explains it. Um, yeah, I guess that's about all for a team Are for you, me. How confident are you guys in Devontae Smith? I think he's 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 good. I think he's perfectly fine. I mean, he's still he's still getting targets. He's still getting lots of air yards, which yeah. I love air yards. I'm a sucker yep. for those. Yep. I mean, he, um, dropped, he had that one big drop last week that would have been like what like a 50 yard touchdown or something. I mean, if he catches yep. that, we're not even worried about him probably. So, you know, eleven targets. So yeah. I I was a lot higher on him this year than I was in the past on him. Like I had turned the corner. I'm like, okay, he, I wasn't like a Devonta Smith guy. And I turned the corner. I'm like he's okay. This guy's legit. He's good. And I still feel that way. But I think the gap to him and AJB is wider than I created it preseason. Yes. Yes. Yeah. AJB definitely is. player <laughs> is the clear one. Like he's, he's the, he's, alpha. yeah, he's the alpha. But Devonta, yeah, yes, Devonta is a great too. The spike weeks are going to come for him for sure, right? And yeah. um, we've mentioned with the, I don't know if we did on this episode, but just doing these these podcasts, we've talked a lot about how with the with the Eagles, when one thing's working, they don't stop until you stop it. Like we just saw it a couple weeks ago with um, Dallas Goddard. Um, we've been watching it with AJB. There was that Thursday night game with De- uh, DeAndre Swift. It's going to happen for, for Smith at some point. They're going to find that matchup to where one team just can't cover this. Literally the same fucking play, too. They will just keep doing the same damn thing until you make them stop. And so it's going to come for them. Yeah. And you got... You got uh, the Panthers, best running back, Chuba Hubbard. I mean, it's clutch to he's got them both. If he's, he's got, if he's, I mean, you know, why he's waiting. I would honestly, when Sanders comes back, I'd try to trade him. I'm obviously very low value for him, but yeah, I've been very low on Sanders all year and pretty high on Chuba. Um, so I've kind of been working out. Yeah, me too. I like Chuba coming in to the season. Yeah, I mean, he it looks. I mean, his game last week was better than any of Sanders' games so far. He was uh, one was of my favorite guys to draft on my zero RB teams. Yeah, I that was taking a lot to him, and I got him on a season long team. Got him. I think I took him like fourteenth, fifteenth, or something like that. But just one of those classic, you know, late round running backs that uh, just ends up being could be a pretty solid. I mean, I think based on what he's done, they have to at least. Give him like an even split, and I, I, even before Sanders missed yeah. his last game, it was getting pretty close. But I think it's there, yeah. Chuba might be overtaking him, like a little bit at least. I think he should at least. Imagine giving Miles Sanders though. that contract and then realizing uh, the better running back is Chuba Howard. Yeah, that's pretty bad contract. I think the funniest thing to me it was like the running back off season of disrespect and not getting paid, and then there's Miles Sanders in the corner like. Yeah, why would you don't want to get paid? Yeah, all the running backs to pay. It's Miles Sanders. At that okay. whole front office has screwed up this off season completely. Yeah, they drafted the wrong Craig. quarterback. <laughs> Well, I mean, it sounds like yeah. if you listen, if you 
read between the lines when Frank Reich has talked the last few weeks. It sounds like the Bryce owner. Young, yeah, the owner forced Young on him. Yeah. And that that's just doomed from the start. How often does that ever work when the owner never. says, you're picking my guy? Never. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Never. That's like I legit, I was like so convinced draft night the Colts were taking Levis at four because I thought it was going to be Ursay to be like, you're taking Levis. And I'm like, Sean, or I mean, not Sean, Shane Steichen. I texted my one friend because I live in Indiana, so I have a bunch of Colts fan friends. Texted one of them, and I'm like, Shane Steichen just saved your fucking franchise, dude. <laughs> well, then, because then, I was, I was so convinced it was about to be an Ursay move. I think you were right because didn't Ursay after the first round he tweeted out, "Do you think we should draft Will Levis also at the top of the second <laughs> yeah, round?" I that. <laughs> yes. You are completely right. Levis was his guy. <laughs> he did. Well, it's because it's because he Ursay loves the the tall, strong, big white quarterback because of Manning, yeah. and he was able to find the Manning re- reincarnate in luck. And so it's like that's his dude. Yeah, I was so convinced what Levis was going for, and when they said AR, I was crushed. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna throw a curveball at you guys. Instead of picking a team who you're gonna who you're gonna pick to win, you're gonna tell me one team who's currently not in the playoffs who has the best shot to sneak in and win instead of picking a team who's already in. That's fair. I'll go last because I always do this where I say, Hey, we're gonna pick teams and I'm gonna pick blank, and then everyone's like, You dick, I was gonna I pick wanted that. <laughs> so I'll go but now last. I'm not I'm unprepared. So Hunter, you're curveball. I just <laughs> decided on that right now. So I mean, yeah, I'm well, not I feel like me neither, but I feel like based on what we said, I might pick one that y'all already eyeing. But I guess if I got first pick, I get to pick them. So let's say the bad boys of reholt. I still can't pronounce it, but I mean, like we talked about, like yeah, he's one in five, but that's such a good team. And Lamar, awesome. We got a really good group of running backs, great receivers, tight end. I mean, he'll figure it out. Just streaming guys, but like there's it's like the only like weakness on the team, but that's a weakness for most teams, so it really it's a wash. But I mean, at one in five, you know, obviously it's a bit of a hill to climb, but it's really not that bad. So I would say that's better be my sleeper pick. Yeah, it's Gainesville Gators, our grinders, whatever. <laughs> Gainesville grinders. I mean, they're two and four. You got Jalen Hurts, Austin Eckler just came in to save the day. Mike Evans, you the one who made the trade to get Tyreek Hill. The league winner, not MVP, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> um, I mean, after that, it's a little shaky, but I think, you know, you patch that together, you get some consistent production from DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Curtis Samuel's been playing well. Maybe Jeff Wilson comes back and it's a, somebody who can play in the flex. Um, yeah, that's absolutely for me, that's the easy choice. They will. Okay. I'm going to make a guarantee. This team will be in the playoffs. Not just in the playoffs, they're going to be in the top four. Ooh, okay. That's a, oh, that's a hot take. I like Guaranteed. it. Guaranteed. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb. And I'm going to say the presidents are going to sneak in and 
can't go all I'm, i can't say that i'm putting my stamp on them for a title but i think they're gonna sneak in and they're gonna they're, they're gonna make some noise i was gonna say be don't say the <laughs> well i'm feeling oh, a little biased i didn't even notice that i was I, I honestly <laughs> it was i i like the sam howell uh ceiling going down the season um playing in garbage time and rushing I think your running backs, you just are going to maybe you just got to scoop by and hope they don't totally tank because Amonra and Keenan and Sutton and Olave is going to be a really nice four for you. Hopefully Waller can turn it around a little. So I think, I think this team could sneak in the playoffs and make some noise. I agree. Maybe you should uh, trade Alexander Madison and Chris Olave for Tony Pollard and Deepa Samuel. That would make this feels like a, this feels like a <laughs> Panthers saying they need a wide receiver one situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to trade with Jerry Judy, the fakest <laughs> wide receiver one the world has ever seen. <laughs> you go from the most underrated wide receiver one in <laughs> DJ Moore to trying to maybe trade for Jerry Judy. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Uh, I don't get why they would even want to trade for him anyway, because like, right. yeah, they're, just, they're, they're own six and they already traded away picks to get young. Like you, you need to not, not you not to be trading away more picks. Like right. you're not honest, gonna I, don't anyway. he, I don't think the Colts make sense either. I, I that one makes no sense to me either. No, I mean they're they have a no, decent no, no. trio. Yeah, they literally have a better Jerry Judy already with Josh Downs. Thank you. Yeah. In. And like everyone talks about getting these these like receivers to pair with your young quarterback, yeah, then go get a real alpha receiver. They have a real alpha receiver. Well, the, the Colts, mm. the Colts do. Michael Pittman. I mean, Pittman's good. He's not. He's not an alpha. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Dude's averaging over 10 targets a game. Yeah, but if I just don't, when I'm thinking like an alpha guy, I mean, I'm talking like one of those dudes, you just plop them out there on their own and you know they're just going to be a badass no matter what. And those are the type of dudes who have been getting traded for, like the DJ Moore, um, AJ Brown, Stephon Diggs. You know what I mean? I would never put Pittman in a top 10 wide receiver list. Okay. Well, he's not, no, he's not those guys. He's the next. That's all. That's all I was going for. He's a junior. He's a junior alpha. Alpha junior. I'll take it. Um, but yeah, that's all we got here again. Um, I don't know if we're going to do another one. Probably. I don't even remember what these anymore. If people want, we'll do more. I think they have heard for playoffs. Yeah, right before the playoffs. Go for it. I'm talking about. They gotta they gotta order another one though. Yeah. Um, Uh, Okay, gotcha. With that said, uh, I got nothing nothing left for the people. No, this is fun. It was good to see like this first one we did where we did the pre preseason one. They could see how they're doing now and yeah, some of our predictions came true, some didn't, but uh, it's just fun to kind of see how it all played out so far. I like, I liked processing the trades live as well. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you gotta love how the laziest guy in the league is living up to his reputation. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. You love to see it. All right. I'll see you later, guys. All right. Have a good one.